and it appeared that it was rapid, like, like she couldn't catch her breath. I was calm. I felt no anxiety, no fear, no like, oh, what's, what's going on? It was a peace. At the same time, she felt that I felt the Lord. I knew it was him that had stepped in that room. And for several minutes, her with her eyes big, she just kept saying, wow, wow. And if she would try to talk, she didn't have the breath to talk because later she told me that it felt like a wind was blowing in her face. It's kind of hard to catch your breath sometimes when wind blows in your face. And it just was the Lord. It was the Spirit of God. It was a suddenly, it was a God moment. And I told her, I said, she was like, we, we, we weren't even praying. I said, no, but we were entertaining him. We were talking about him, about the things of the kingdom, about his word. We were reading scripture. We created that atmosphere that allowed him just to step into the room. And I know in that moment, and I told her, I said, we may not see it today or tomorrow or ever. It may not be a complete instant suddenly healing that we can see but I know that God did a touch in her body I said maybe it was something we don't even know maybe he healed you of something we weren't even aware of but it was a suddenly God moment and she said it felt like wind on her face and I thought God you are the wind Brother Dustin explains it so beautifully when he talks about Yahweh. And every breath we take, when we inhale, when we exhale, it's worship. It's Yeshua. It's Yahweh. It's Jesus. He is the wind. He is the breath. He is the sustaining life of all, all creation. But man, we are special because he breathed into us. And if we could grasp that, what a beautiful opportunity we have to be in his presence, not just here at church, but wherever we are. It's the door of heaven. Revelation 4 says that door is open. We can enter into him. We're his sons and daughters. We have access to him at all times where he can breathe life into our situations when he steps in and does us suddenly and then last week I was burning some papers out back some financial papers of my cousin has recently passed and I was putting them in the fire pit and just you know burning them and it kind of died down a little bit so I bent over and I blew on it and of course it it, it came back and I was like God do that in me <laughs> breathe on me we sing those songs breathe in me and you're the breath that I breathe the lungs and every breath that I take every step that I take God you are the breath but do we truly understand every time we inhale and exhale Jesus <laughs> Yahweh it's worship that our life could be a living sacrifice a living worship continually unto God and so I breathe on that fire and it came back and the flames grew again and I was like Lord breathe on me fresh fire fresh oil fresh anointing fresh mindset this morning different things come and little Sarah's body is sore from traveling and on the road and sleeping on a different bed and things and so she gets frustrated and she doesn't know how to say it so sometimes she just like rush like she'll just growl and you may hear her do that in service because she can only have so many ways and so I was like Lord just breathe <laughs> breathe on her little body let those healing winds flow let those healing winds cause rest and peace and what's tight to be loosened let there be peace and I thought I know the peace speaker we know the peace speaker 
But that peace speaker, he lives within me. He dwells in me. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. We have that peace speaker within us. We don't just know him. He is living within us. And we have that same creative power and authority through the Holy Ghost, through his name, through his blood, that we can speak and see things happen. Because our breath, if he is within us, our breath is his breath. He is the wind. He is the breath. The Old Testament word for spirit is ruach, R-U-A-C-H, ruach. And it means spirit, wind, or breath. So the title of this is the wind of God. Because God truly is my breath, my sustaining power. When we do all that we can and we can't do anymore, you know, it says to stand. Sometimes, <laughs> Pastor, we can't stand. Sometimes this world and things that come against us, that's when we kneel. That's when we fall before God. And his wind blows and he breathes life and strength right back into our being. So this morning, I prayed and I've prayed for the last several days. God, breath of life, breathe. Breathe on me. Make me what I need to be so that I can breathe and speak life, speak your word to those around me. It wasn't me sharing with her. It wasn't anything that I did or said, but it was us entertaining his presence. It was us creating an atmosphere of submission, of love, of sincerity, of all of his word that allowed him to move in and to do a beautiful suddenly in her life. Genesis 1-2 reads, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Forming the world, the spirit of God, he blew and separated, dry and wet and formed. Psalm 33, 6, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. I love the creation. I love the mountains. I love rivers. I love the trees. I love going out to Crab Orchard and just sitting by the water. It's peaceful. It's healing. It's his creation. It puts you close to him, the creator of all things. He breathed life. Genesis 2, 7, and the Lord God formed a man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. It is only by him that we are breathing here today. He is the giver and the taker of life. He is our sustaining source. <clears throat> Job 33, 4, the spirit of God hath made me and the breath of the almighty hath given me life. Isaiah 42, 5, thus saith God the Lord, he that created the heavens and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it and spirit to them that walketh therein. Let me tell you that he, that same sustaining life, that God of all creation is living within us today. That God of all, cre all creation that dwell inside of us we yield to him we allow him to move and to speak and to use us to do what his will for us is that same god that created heavens and stretched them out spread forth the earth died and rose again how beautiful is it that we have him as our father that we can go to him anytime we need we can just go to him in need or we can just go in him just to say i love you there's nothing like getting a text or a call from one of my boys that said i don't need anything mom i just was thinking about you I wanted to say i love you 
There's nothing like it. And how much more so does God feel when we say, God, I'm not asking for anything. I just want to say I love you because of everything that you've already done and given, everything that you are, everything that you will do. I just want to say thank you. I love you, Lord. When the wind of God blows and moves on us, miracles happen. He is the wind. He is our breath. And this should be a continual wind that leads us and guides us. It's not just something that once we get, like, oh, I got the breath of God. I got the Holy Ghost, so I'm good to go now. No, and one example of that that I recently found in my studies was there wasn't once, but there were three different times that Jesus breathed and gave the Holy Ghost to his disciples. John chapter 20, we have Mary, Peter, and John. We're familiar with this. They went to the tomb. They find it empty. The disciples returned back, but Mary stayed. Jesus spoke to Mary, and then Mary returned to the disciples. I'm going to quickly read a couple verses there. John 20, I'm going to start at 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you as my Father hath sent me. Even so send I you. He's telling that to us today. Send I you. Verse 22, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. That's John. Chapter 20, that's not Acts 2.38, that's John 20. He breathed on his disciples and told them to receive the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is the Spirit, which is God. He is the Spirit. He is the breath. He is the life. And then in Acts chapter 2, I'm going to just quickly read 1 and 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Suddenly there came a sound and it filled. I want to hear that sound today. I want that suddenly today. I pray, Lord, blow. Blow over our congregation, our church family. Let your healing winds blow. Strength and healing into our bishop, into our first family. Speak life. Pray a covering over our families because the evil is comes against them. If they can get the shepherds, they can get the sheep. Hold them up. Pray and fast daily for our pastor, our bishop, our first family. Pray a hedge of protection about them because they're the protection about us. We have to lift up and pray for one another. I love when God steps in. Acts 4, 24 through 31. I'm going to read quickly just to set the stage. Here we have Peter and John. They're imprisoned because of their teaching. They healed a man. The apostles boldly testified to Christ. Peter and John refused to be silenced. They were told not, and they refused to be silenced. So the believers unite in prayer. So we'll pick up on 24. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a 
truth against the holy child Jesus whom thou hast anointed. Both Herod and Pontius Pilate, both the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together for to do whatsoever thy hand of thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. I want to pray that every day. Grant, Lord, your holy boldness unto me that I may speak your word, that I may speak life and encouragement to those around me, that we can be a light in this dark world. What a beautiful prayer that is to pray. Verse 30, by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. Verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Sometimes people think the Holy Ghost, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, was restricted to Acts 238 upper room. It wasn't. We read in John, Jesus gave the disciples the Holy Ghost. Acts 2, 1 and 2. Got it. This is Acts 4. They were filled with the Holy Ghost and spake with the word of God with boldness. So three different examples just right there of how God breathed on the disciples and gave them the Holy Ghost, which is the power to do what he had called them to do. Breathe on us today. Just as in the natural, so it is in our spiritual. The wind of God is transforming and it is powerful. How many have seen the erosion caused from wind? Where different, if you go to mountains or you go to giant city or anywhere where you see like the rocks or the, the different levels of the earth, how the rain washes it away and it changes it. Riverbeds, the rushing of the water, the wind blowing, it alters and transforms the landscape. The same thing that the wind does in the natural, the spiritual wind needs to do in our spiritual. It needs to change us. It needs to transform us to be what he wants us to be. We need that wind to remove all of the debris, the sand and the dirt and the muck from this world out of our lives, out of our vision, so that we look to him, so that we see him, so that we are focused on him and not the things around us. The wind of God is powerful. I'm sure most of us have seen the big wind turbines, just acres and acres of those big, powerful wind turbines. Windmills have been used for centuries. They were used to help crush grain, bring water, and now we have the big power turbines that actually can change wind into electrical power. Wind of God is power, Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And I know we're familiar with these verses, but don't lose the power in the familiarity. So many times I think we rush over some things because, oh, I've heard that. Or maybe someone's preaching or teaching a lesson and you think, oh, well, this is nothing new. We've heard this. We know, we know about this. Don't lose the anointing. Don't lose the word of God today. Don't lose your encouragement today. Not just from me, but from him, from his word because of familiarity. Use that familiarity familiarity to draw closer to him, to listen more intently to him. If we being filled with the Holy Ghost, the wind of God, the very breath of God, we have the same power to move mountains, 
to cause demons to flee and to speak peace into our storms, regardless if it's health, regardless if it's emotional, whatever storm it is that we face. We have the peace speaker living inside of us. We don't have to just sing it. We can pray it. We can speak it. We speak with authority. If you are a child of God, use your authority through his name, through his blood, through his word, that creative voice, that creative wind and breath of God is within you. Speak life. Sometimes we need the power and the force of the wind. Sometimes it'll take a hurricane or a tornado to get our attention. Sometimes we can be so busy living and doing for God that we've kind of cut back on our relationship with God because we've been too busy doing things that we've don't spend as much time talking with and being with and entertaining the presence of the one whom we are serving. So sometimes we need those strong winds, the tornadoes and the hurricanes to get our attention, to shift our focus back on, ooh, this is out of my control. I can't control this. Only God can. So sometimes he will allow the winds of persecution or the winds of affliction to blow against us, not to punish us, but maybe to get our attention to say, hey, Julie, I'm I'm over here. You've kind of gone over here, and I need you to come back over here. And then there are times when God isn't where we think he should be. There's times when he's not in the strong wind. There's times when he's not in the earthquake. There's times when he's not in the mountain when it is rent and torn into pieces. There's times when he's not in the fire, but he's in that still, small voice. (laughs) How many of y'all, I know you have, you've felt and you've heard that still small voice just when you need it. Just that encouragement when you're tired or when you're weary or you're feeling overwhelmed and you think, God, there's, I, I don't know what to do and you don't even have words to say. You just lay before the Lord and you just like, here, <laughs> all of this here. And he can just speak, I see you. Or sometimes he doesn't say anything, but you can feel a, Yes, Lord. Have you ever been praying and just kind of felt like somebody walked by you? Maybe your hair even moved a little and you just, thank you, Jesus. Your presence. (laughs) Breathe and blow, Lord. Walk and blow among us today. Yes, that still small voice. We don't have to be loud. We don't have to yell. We don't have to beat our breasts. We don't have to stand like publicans on the street corner. Oh, holy father, thou art. No. Come broken and humble. God, (laughs) I'm a mess, but I'm your mess and you're my daddy. And I love you. That still small voice can do so much more than a hurricane or tornado sometimes. He just steps in the room and that suddenly, that peace When my daddy was passing, I literally was holding his face in my hands. And you felt a beautiful peace. Mom immediately quietly began speaking in tongues. The spirit and the life of my dad had just left his body and my mom was beautifully quietly speaking in tongues because there was a peace. Because the wind of God blew. Because the breath of God that God gave, God received. 
And when he stepped in the room to receive the breath that only he can give, he gave peace. (laughs) And he brought strength and he brought joy that only he can do. What a beautiful moment that has lasted years that we all draw strength from. When I miss my dad or I see a picture or something or I spend time with Aaron who is close to my dad or Caleb will say something or remember something. I'm so thankful for those memories. I'm so thankful that I can feel my dad with me today because he was one with the Lord. I am one with the Lord. I have God within me, God. I have my daddy still within me. But that still small voice brings peace into our storms joy into our sorrows hope where there seems to be no hope strength when we feel we can't go on because in and of ourselves we can't go on our bodies wear out our minds get tired we're weary we feel overwhelmed sometimes that's where we say god i've done all that i can do and we take our hands off the rudder and we allow his wind to blow and to steer our sail how beautiful is that if we could picture our life as a boat on the sea of life God, here's my sail. (laughs) You blow. You guide me where you want me. You lead me. I'm letting go of the rudder. I trust you, Lord, completely. My life is in your hands. Lead me. Guide me. Blow, Lord, where you need me to blow. So let me encourage you in closing today. If you feel you've had the spiritual wind knocked out of you, we all have. We've all been hurt one way or another by family, friends, unfortunately, sometimes even someone in the church. We've all been hurt. So if your spiritual wind has been knocked out, if you take comfort knowing that God is aware, he sees you, and allow him to have that suddenly moment where you feel his breath and his wind on your face. And then like my friend, you can sit back and just, wow, because of the power of God, power in such a soft movement and soft blowing. If you find yourself in a storm, pray and speak with authority to that storm. Like I said, you have the peace speaker living inside of you. If you're facing a Red Sea situation, which seems impossible with man, pray and then watch as God goes before you and blows through the night of your need. You know, when you read that, it says the wind blew through the night. That's beautiful. However long your night is, if it's 25 years like Sarah, however long you've been praying, 12 years and lady with the issue of blood, however long your night is, take strength knowing the wind of God blew through the night. It took a little time, but he parted the Red Sea. He dried it where they walked across. They may have had to walk over boulders. I'm sure it wasn't easy. I'm sure it wasn't flat and level like a paved road. And they got wagons and animals and kids. I'm sure it was bumpy and hard. He never said it wasn't going to be hard. But he made a way where there seemed to be no way. We have to trust him. Trust him. If you're feeling overwhelmed as though you're covered like the earth after the flood, trust that like Noah, God has not left you nor forsaken you, but will make a wind to pass over your need and dry up that which seems to overpower you. That that you feel you're drowning under, the emotional baggage, whatever it is, financial need, whatever you feel is overpowering you, just as in the flood. His wind came and he dried up the waters. The Red Sea, the wind blew and made a way of escape. The storm on the sea, he calmed the storm. Trust the wind today. 
Trust the breath of God today. He is our sustaining power. If you feel you're at a standstill or a fork of decision in your walk with the Lord, like I said, God, I'm a little sailboat on this life. I'm letting go of the rudder. I'm at your mercy. (laughs) There's no place better to be than at the mercy of God. At the mercy, at the love of God. He is so good. He is so, so faithful. So today I just encourage you, if there's a situation in your life where you feel like me, you were burning the papers and the fire's kind of gone down and not what it used to be, pray, blow on me, God. Blow fresh fire. Let it raise up. Let it flame up within me. Breathe on me. Spirit of God, breathe on me today. As we all stand, we'll transition into our time of prayer. I'll start leading in prayer, then y'all just come or pray at your seats.